0: Welcome back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center sponsored by Acres, the Midwest premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. As we welcome you back to Sports Nightly, I'm Jessica Cootie and what a treat for our listeners tonight. O'Shawn Mathis joining us here on the show. How's it going?
1: Going good so far. Uh, just, just came up this way, and everything I could say for the most part since being here has been just a great great thing to happen for me and my family. If 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 anything, I have, like, my best friends here and stuff like that, and they said they love the place, and the people are so genuine here in Lincoln.
0: So you've been here for what, about a couple weeks? About a
1: week and a half.
0: And so what's this last week been like for you? What are, what are you trying to accomplish?
1: Uh, more than anything, try to catch up back on the field and uh, mm-hmm. lift the weights, and these guys are a lot stronger in this conference. So trying to build muscle and uh, mass or whatever and just try to get out there and uh, start off where I left off
0: so let's go back to the decision process when mm-hmm. you decided to transfer um, you know when you were exploring all these schools could have gone anywhere in the country, why you landed at Nebraska?
1: Oh man, um, one thing I say, and I like to personify the fact that I just wanted some a familiar face at a new school. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I had my top five uh Texas and Nebraska were the only two schools that actually had a familiar a familiar face. Texas was Gary Patterson and. Here was uh, Coach Applewhite, so it was just kind of the battle of the uh, the familiar face. Um, More than anything, I just came here and I seen the genuinity of the people, how they treated my family, they made my family feel welcome, and more importantly, I like the playbook. The playbook, I say, was better fit for my playing style, Um, and just making that decision was a big decision because um, Texas was my hometown, had my day one supporters, but I could say for the most part Nebraska set the bar with uh this amount of support coming from the fans themselves and they all felt like I, I felt like genuinely that those people were my day one supporters from the get go.
0: I just ran into coach Applewhite before, you know, you came to the studio and you could tell he thinks the world of you too. Right. So what was it about coach Applewhite that you were drawn to him?
1: One thing um me and coach Applewhite were really close at uh TCU and At practices, um, I will always race other guys to go to his station, and we'll catch punts and stuff like that. And he will always praise me and stuff like that. Me and him were getting real close over the time of being at TCU, Uh, the wins and losses. uh, He made me feel comforted and uh, told me that everything was going to be okay. And that's one thing that kind of remained in mind. And uh, just having that familiar face at a new uh, school and – and it being a big school, a big name school in like Nebraska, I feel like it was just too much to just pass away,
0: yeah in this day and age, I mean when people tell you everything you want to hear all the time, how nice is it to have someone like that that you can you can know that he's going to be real with you
1: yeah yeah um for from the standpoint, I think coach aberwhi he um I felt like he was real genuine from the very beginning and mm-hmm. getting to know him uh from the very beginning it was pretty much set in stone that I could trust him to a certain point. Um, And that certain point is kind of almost unlimited, like I can have that full trust in him. And um, coming here, I know that I won't have any regrets at the end of the day.
0: You guys trash talk a little bit when you stop his running backs or he, <laughs> oh, does yeah. he give it to you and yeah. uh, your running backs, his running backs get by you?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, <laughs> that happened all the time. And then again, like I said, we I used to race the running backs all the way to his station <laughs> and uh, sometimes win, sometimes lose. But uh, just having that connection with the running back room and him as a coach was a, a great thing to have.
0: Yeah, so you'll get to continue that tradition here at Nebraska. Uh, I I read somewhere where you took a lot of notes and did a lot of research. Where does that Mm -hmm. come from? Why was that important for you to do?
1: Um, uh, I I say that coming into the the, uh, portal process, uh, it was kind of a last decision, and it had to be my best decision. So I did my fair share of just doing research, seeing how much stat lines each school had, Um, sacks, tackles, all, and et cetera, and stuff like that, and just having that and writing it down on a a sheet of paper was enough to let me know that um, I was inching closer to my final decision, which had led me to go to my top five, which was a big weight off my shoulders. Um, Having that top five, I got to get a little more in-depth of these schools, Um, and Honestly, I could say Nebraska and Texas, their, their play style was closer to what I wanted to get into, and having that uh, opportunity to actually just not take uh, like five uh, official visits, which is what I didn't want to do, um, having that time to find which schools, which is those two, look at their film, come up to the school and see how it is, see if I feel at home, and uh, pretty much I feel at home here in Lincoln.
0: What were what were the notes that you had about Nebraska? Some oh, Nebraska.
1: Man, I wish I had the paper right here right <laughs> now. It has had so much notes. Um, I was a little nervous, I could say that, for the st- uh, the standpoint of just coming here and seeing that it was far from home. Um, uh, it was the day before the spring game, and having that opportunity to sit back, kind of just try to keep an open mind. Mm-hmm. Going to the spring game had let me know that the support system is actually there for me. So... Um, I say, from the uh, a big point was that the support system was there. Um, going away from home for the first time, out of outside of Texas, at that was was not that big of a deal at the end of the day.
0: So you would said that what they do here, the playbook fits you. Why does why does Nebraska fit you?
1: Yeah, they they said uh, um, I won't. Which at TCU, I was always having to read a lot of things. Uh, I had to look back into coverage. I had to do a lot more things with just. Uh, coming out and playing linebacker and reading receivers and stuff like that. It was kind of over, like a mental overload uh, for me, Um, even though I was able to play in those conditions. But um, seeing that Nebraska said that they weren't going to have me thinking as much as I did, um, and they showed me, I sat down with Coach Dawson and Coach Janander and sat down and looked at the playbook and looked at the plays in which they had from last season and the prior season of last season um having that opportunity and i seen that they are not breeding they're not they're straight getting off the ball which is something i always wish to do mm-hmm. um coming out of high school i ran TCU's defense i've ran uh, and then going into TCU i ran the TCU defense again so it was kind of just like oh my gosh like i'm getting my back myself back into the situation but i was also familiar with it mm-hmm. um and i also just i i found times that i was having to stutter step off the line a few times and look back, and, like, and at times it weren't times for me to actually read something. So getting out of that state of mind to where I can actually get off the ball, play with fanatical effort, and play to my full potential and full speed um, is something that I value a lot.
0: So people know I just came from the Big 12, too, and it's conference that's known for offenses. But the one thing about TCU is that they were always known to be defensive. They were the powerhouse defensive team every single year, year in and year out. So how much did that help you getting that mentality, though, that, hey, this is what the expectations are. People are not supposed to score on us. And Mm -hmm. I mean, you're going to shut people down uh, week in and week out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Coming from TCU, Coach P, um, he was very traditional. And uh, he was, uh, if you want to, depending on what you want to see it as, he was a legendary coach um, who is still coaching till today. And having that history come on, come from him and put put onto us as players and having to um, keep that type of status quo was something that I can say I still have in me. I would like to. go back on the field, play defense and stuff like that, but not too much thinking, but also play with the same effort as I did at TCU.
0: So did you know Casey Thompson?
1: Yes. Yeah. So what
0: were the conversations like with him?
1: Oh yeah, uh, conversations, we sat on the phone for like two to three hours Mm -hmm. uh, the day before my commitment. And, um, And I made sure to do my fair share of trying to look at other guys from Texas and Nebraska, talk to a few guys and ask my last few questions or whatnot. Um, Casey Thompson, he did his fair share of just getting on, uh, getting on the phone with me and giving me the rundown of things um, up to uh, what leads on to campus, what is the transition like, uh, um, what's the, the, living, uh, the lifestyle of living in Lincoln and stuff like that, and just most importantly telling me how practices goes. Um, everything's more of a professional standpoint than just a collegiate standpoint. Everything that will prepare me for the next level, um, yeah, he stayed on the phone for a good two to three hours, and we kind of talked it up till then.
0: Wow, did you sack him when he was at Texas? Man,
1: I I almost did a few times, <laughs> but he was a little too fast for me. Um, he, yeah, he got out the pocket. He had he had me on one forty yard run, and they beat me up about it. But they said I was I was catching him from behind, so I was like, oh, you know, that's a. Uh, a backhanded compliment. I want to look at it. But it, it was kind of something that could, uh, I could look back at, if anything.
0: Because TCU and Texas had some battles, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. They uh, they also did. And uh, going into Texas from TCU, uh, I know it was home and stuff like that. I got family there, mm-hmm. so it made me play a lot harder there.
0: So um you know you had talked to about you could stand up or come off the line mm-hmm. with your um, hand in the ground which do you, do you have a preference you want to be able to do both why kind of take us through that
1: One thing I I would like to say is that looking at professional professional uh defensive ends in the league right now or outside linebackers guys like TJ Watt and Max Crosby and all those guys uh seeing Trying to pick up all their traits at once, not trying to make my own out of them, but also just trying to u- utilize all those traits, which is having my hand down and being able to stand up and get off the, uh, get out of my stance in a two-point stance, and that's one thing I don't have a really big preference because I'm trying to keep an open mind at this point.
0: Where do you think your game needs to improve to transfer to the next level?
1: Yeah, most importantly, I feel like um, my technique. Um, well, coming out of TCU, it wasn't too much of a technique base. It was uh, more of a defensive scheme base type thing. Uh, so coming into Nebraska, I see these guys. They're doing a lot of different things that I weren't uh, used to. So just being able to see that, and it makes me excited to know that I can actually learn those things from the good guys like Garrett, uh, Garrett Nelson and Caleb Tanner and Blaze and uh, all those guys. They're, they're introducing me to all these new things, which is going to help me in the long run.
0: What's the process look, for, look like for you now? You, you're here, you're getting settled in, um, learning the playbook, all of that. Mm-hmm. Do you want to put on weight? What's what's the goal over the next couple of months?
1: Yeah, yeah, building muscle because I got to get big because this is Big Ten. So uh, just coming here and just knowing that the, uh, the guys are a lot bigger, a lot stronger. Um, I already have the speed, but building on speed and having – to build muscle on top of that and build and, and also gain weight, of course. I'm on a couple of weight gain program, uh weight gain shakes and stuff like that. So coming in and just being able to put on muscle mass and keep the speed but build on top of it is one of my biggest things to work on.
0: So you just got your degree, right? Yes, Can you no. tell us about that yes. and, and what your goals are? I mean I know you want to be playing football for a while, but how you wanna utilize your your degree?
1: Yeah, yeah. My degree uh was in youth advocacy mm-hmm. and uh just going into it I wanted to uh, work with nonprofits uh, organizations, uh, creating. Uh, it was two of them I had. One of them was to work with kids and getting them the funding to be be able to afford camps, football camps and stuff like that. And also, there's another one that's called. Uh, there is, the first one is called Start to Finish, and the second one is Way to Go. Oh, cool. And they both have the number two in them. Awesome. But. Um, the second one is basically to start up uh, an after-school program for kids and create benefits for their parents back in low-income communities, which I uh, I recently, I, not recently, but come from. So just being able to give back is one of my biggest things to do with my degree.
0: Why, why isn't it so important to you to utilize your platform and, and to provide those opportunities for, for people?
1: Yeah, yeah, I just know the, uh, the position. I've been in a position like that, not being able to have the money to – afford camps across the nation if anything uh so just starting something with my degree and status um, and giving back and just changing the uh the narrative of guys who come out these certain areas little girls who come out these certain areas and stuff like that it I feel like that's my main mission on this earth right now and that's just giving back
0: well I know Husker fans are going to love you even more than they already have it was the response overwhelming when you when you committed here
1: Oh, man, like, everyone was tuned in. I know I was going to break some hearts over there in Texas, but um, I know that I made the biggest and best decision I could have ever made in my entire life, and uh, the response was there. Uh, Those guys, the fan base was crazy on Twitter, Instagram. They made sure to – and they also – my mom interacts with them on a daily basis, (laughs) and she loves them as well, so just having that love and – and uh, compassion coming from the fan base is is more than anything to me.
0: So your mom will be making the trip up often.
1: Yes. Yeah? Okay. Yes, she will.
0: Well, we'll look forward to talking to you again. We could have talked to you for 30 more minutes, but we'll let you go and get out of here. Appreciate your time, and welcome to Lincoln.
1: Thank you. Thank you, GBR.
0: (laughs) I love it. All right, that is O'Shawn Mathis joining us here on Sports Nightly.